On this episode of Down the Wire, we've got the first round of the NBA playoffs. And on top of that, some spiciness from the NBA players. MLB is testing out some new rules, and we've put it off for long enough. Let's get the 2023 mock draft in from us Down the Wire boys. All this and more coming at you. Down the Wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Sports podcast down the wire. Episode number 115, Down the Wire. Do you think they heard the of the opening? I don't think they did. I mean, you did, but it's definitely not going to be something that you're like, oh, that was that was liquor opening. Up. No, no. Watermelon Truly today is sponsor for my voice. Today. Unofficially. Unofficial sponsor for my voice. Hold on. Let me, let me let me just start off. I'm, I'm going to I'm starting this like podcast off hot. Mm-hmm. OK, I got an opinion. Uh, no, not allowed. My child, yeah, is a is a comedian. Sure, she yeah, is. Yeah, she thinks she's funny, mm-hmm. and for the most part, I think she is. Yeah, for a seven year old, she's doing pretty damn one good. Of the, one of the ninety ninth percentile of seven year olds. Yes, are funny. Yeah. Yes. Here's my problem that she has. Mm. Her new thing, or I should say, in this like year of school, has been going out. And going to the library and buying joke books or like uh, renting them, right? Mm-hmm. And these are the worst fucking joke books I've ever heard. Does like, she laugh because you're not laughing then too? Well, and I asked, I was like, do do you read these to mom? And she goes, no. <laughs> so she knows. So she's just trying to piss you off. I, I think so. Yeah. But like they're 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 one of these joke books. It's not one. There's she's brought home a new one like every goddamn week. Yeah, and every week. It's like, we're not going to tell a pun. We're going to fake you out and make you and make you feel stupid that you didn't know the answer. It's one of those joke books. So it's like, explain, explain a joke here. Okay. Um, so like, waiter, do you have frog legs? No. And he goes, no, I think they're human legs. Oh, okay, okay. So you're thinking there's like a ribbit punchline coming? Yeah, and like it's yeah, not. like so, uh, oh yes, I'll get you some. I'll hop to it or some bullshit like that. No, no, it's all these like fake out goddamn mm. like jokes. Mm. <sighs> Hi everyone, welcome yeah. to the newest episode of Down the Wire. We I, usually talk professional sports in unprofessional ways, but fuck these comedians. You know, some people if you if you write a book, you're not funny. How about that? Let's just go that far. Ooh, I don't know about that. I don't laugh at books very often. I don't read very often. That's also fair, but um, I'm just going to say that. Like, I don't really. I'm glad you added the very often because it was like, I don't read very often. I don't. I don't. I think you would be ashamed at how many books I've read since I graduated high school. Uh, I'm going to. Okay. Am I excluding textbooks? Uh yeah yeah no you just, so then I'm going to go two. It's probably pretty close. To that. <laughs> I don't know if I've read one cover and, to cover. Yeah, either. I would definitely say you did not. Yeah, in fact, I'm guaranteeing it. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. It's definitely not ten. It's definitely not ten. <laughs> I would say maybe in the 
two to seven range is fair. Yeah, that's a fair point. Uh, but when it comes to, like, I read daily. Still read daily. I read oh, yeah. on the internet and stuff. I, I read just, I read so many articles, countless amounts of articles. Yeah, I like reading. I just don't like reading books. It's just a commitment, man. I, I, I hate the commitment. Not for I it. wish we had the soundbite of the, the old, like, YouTube song. Like, read a book, read a book, read a oh, motherfucking book. Yeah, yeah. Brush that. your teeth, brush your teeth, brush your motherfucking teeth. Go back and listen to uh, listen to that song, people. That was like read a book, brush your teeth. That was like prime 2008 YouTube right there. Woo! Wow. Okay. Woo! Nice. Um. Yeah. So there's like a lot of good sports stuff going around right now, and if we should begin to talk, we could begin with the beginning of the NBA playoffs, don't you think? <laughs> and the Bucks are back. Bucks are 100% back. I think that's fair. Okay, well, let, let, let's start at the very beginning. A very good place okay. to start. Sorry. All right. How about we start with the Bucks are done. The Bucks are never winning another game ever again. Okay? Because <laughs> that was Sunday. And then um, everyone freaked out on Twitter, and everyone was ready to mail it in. Yeah. When quite literally the Miami Heat played their best playoff game in the history of their franchise a.k.a. scored the most points they've ever scored and shot 60% from three. Yeah, they shot out of their goddamn gourd. Um, yeah, no, if they were a good team, they would have beat us by 25 that night. Yeah, I mean, they. it was it was a good game for them, right? And, it, like, I'll be honest, uh, I didn't, didn't expect that, right? I, I, I don't remember if I was saying it on this show or one of the other ones, but... Um, I did say the Heat were the worst of that matchup of the you play-ins. You, you did know? Like I, We were talking was, about their size. Right. Whoever was going to get them was going to get fucking weird or whatever. But, I, I yeah, well, they're not going to beat the Bucks in a series. And game one, for the most part, was pretty weird across the NBA because 50% of the underdogs won. Like, that's a, that's a pretty surprising stat, you yeah, know? Yeah, and Giannis... Giannis went down. I don't think it's too serious. He did miss no. game two as well, but I think no that was deal. very precautionary. And if they're going to honestly play like they did in game two, they don't need Giannis for the rest of this fucking series, which no, I think was another point. Because like, uh, Drew Holiday and Bobby Portis and Grayson Allen just going to coast. Well, Pat, it was Pat Connaughton. To be fair, was the motherfucker. And also that Joe Ingles hype was real all year, baby. Well, I told you that that was going to be a real fucking hype move. Joe Ingles is uh, just your uncle that is the best hooper. Like that is he Joe is Ingles. Woody Harrelson in white man can't jump. Except mixed with like a Jack Black character or something for his build. Well, like, no, you got to go Australian. So like is Woody Harrelson Australian? Isn't, isn't Joe Ingles Australian? Yeah, but is Woody Harrelson Australian? No. Oh, no, um, but you were adding a level. So I was going to say like, if we we're adding, sorry, he is uh, Hugh Jackman. Oh no, but Hugh, <laughs> Hugh jacked off. That's what he is. More, more like Good, that. Nice. Out of shape. Um, but he's a bucket. He's a fucking bucket. So yeah. all good. Going to Miami one to one. Giannis probably gonna play now, I would think. And yeah. Do I'm, you? Yeah, I think he's gonna play. I mean the Bucks the Bucks dropped eighty one on this team in the first half. Yeah, no, I, I don't think he needs to play. Don't get me wrong. That's the what I'm saying. Do also, you also to be fair, the Bucks played 
one of the best games of all time in the playoffs, too. They made the most three-pointers, tied it. Yeah, so good for them. I, I, I just think that that's much more likely that they can continue to do that than the Heat. Jimmy Butler also getting pissed at Jay Crowder because he's grabbing at his leg and shit. Don't care. Um, Yeah. Did you hear all this? I brought it up to you earlier. Maybe we could talk about it just for a second here. There is heavy, heavy movement from people to, like, ban the charge. Yeah. And I can't express how stupid I think that would be. And I, look, I get it. You're coming at it from an injury perspective. Do you understand that Giannis would average 45 points a game if he didn't have to worry about getting a charge? How, how do you what? There's no offensive fouls anymore then. Like how the fuck? What? I don't know how you necessarily address that. Right. Because I understand. I understand you don't. The charge is kind of a stupid play. Right or not play, but the blocking of a charge is a stupid play. Like sure. the generating of a charge penalty. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. It, like it is drawing a charge. Drawing, drawing a, charge. a charge. Yes. Yeah. It really realistically is really stupid. Sure. Right. Sure. You're and especially when it's your players that are being injured like especially your stars that are being injured well and more often than not it's trying to injure the offensive player because they're not ready for it too yeah so i i get it but how do you address it 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 would just be to be fair it would be a move that i could see happening because of the offense just being able to do whatever the fuck they want then and then and then we're going to be averaging like 135 yeah. points a game. Exactly. You know what I mean? It'll just be more guys averaging 30 and people are going to be happy with it, you know? But again, I just don't understand the logic in not letting the charge be a play. You know, it, it just doesn't make much sense to me. Uh, the other big injury from the playoffs, I guess we'd go to them next because they were also in the movement of ban the charge. Grizzlies, Lakers. Ja! Other teams now one-to-one. Did you hear Devin? Or not Devin. Um, what's his first name? Dylan Brooks. Yeah. Talking shit on Braun. Yeah. Yeah. He he called him old. Said that he's not going to respect him until he gives him 40. And I think that means LeBron's going for 40 next game. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, this was... You just don't poke a sleeping bear mm. and given lebron's age i get it he old um you don't poke a sleeping lebron dude yeah i mean it'd be one thing to like poke brooke lopez but yeah. still not lebron i mean look even in their loss the other night you know, the lakers only scored 93 right Bron still had 28 points. Yeah, and fucking Anthony Davis and D'Angelo Russell got to figure it out because D'Angelo Russell, I believe, has the current active record for most career playoff games without shooting 50% or more. So he's got to figure this shit out. Five points, just not going to do it for Bron's team. Nah. And they didn't have job. So that was definitely a prime game for them to go up 2-0. Would have been going to L.A., I mean, Bron's going to give him 40 in L.A. He's going to give him 40. Uh, I'm going to go 35. Ooh, okay. All right. Yeah, I'm going to give him 35. Uh, other games of note, uh, the Nets and Sixers. Sixers are up, you know, 2-0 on that. Yeah. No surprise. Not really been a fun series. I well, I mean, look, the Nets are a great comeback story, you know, realistically, right? Trayton, uh, Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. 
but they don't got size. I mean, both the the Sixers and the Celtics series are both looking ahead right now because I think it's similar vibes. Hawks are not really Hawks are trash with them at all. So um, that is all next round yeah. eyes forward. Hawks are trash. Like we already knew that. That is arguably the easiest matchup. Yeah. In the entire, yes. in all the series. Yes. Every last one. I think if you got the the Hawks, you were fucking like excited. Yep. yep. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, Kings up 2-0 on the Warriors. Yeah, my hot take. Not so hot. I know. Dude, they've looked good. Kings have looked good. I will say they need to win in Golden State. Yes, that's pretty. That's going to be hard, and that is going to be hard. And but Mike Brown, first ever unanimous coach of the year, as well. I told you he was going to win that. By the way, unanimous. I told first ever. There was no way that you could give it to anyone else. Oh yeah, for sure. But uh, also, like, just a little bit of disrespect for Bud not to be a finalist. No, no. It was Mike bit. Brown, dude. It was Mike Brown all the I, way. I, I'm look. I'm not arguing that. that. I'm just saying Bud should have been a finalist. No. Bud should have been a finalist. Uh, also, Cavaliers and Knicks are tied at one. That's going to get a di- be a dicey series, I think. Yeah, that's the winner of that's getting Milwaukee. Uh, yes. Yes? Yes. Yes. Uh, Clippers, Suns are tied at one. Uh, yeah, and the Kawhi's Suns, out. Yeah, Kawhi's not going to make it next game. That's a tough one for them. Yeah, I don't think that, that doesn't go much further for the Clippers mm. now. Uh, Nuggets just trouncing the Timberwolves. Yeah, no they, one cares. They, Timberwolves had a little bit of life yesterday, and then they <laughs> kind of blew it. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I think this is round one of the playoffs. It's not going to mean. What do we all got today? Much. Who's playing today? Uh, today we've got Sixers and Nets. We mm. also got Kings Warriors and Suns Clippers. Okay, all right. So like. Let's watch that Kings Warriors game. Maybe. That's, that's that's about, about it. it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about the other two. Okay, but I do want to get a little extra bit of spiciness mm-hmm. uh, because there was an anonymous NBA player poll. Oh yeah, send me this article real quick. Uh, I can't. It's the Athletic. Oh okay. So you're right, you're right. I don't think you can log in, but I can certainly read it for you. Okay. Um. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, kind of get your opinion on everything. Okay. Because. I think it's it's quite fun, and especially with some of the things that we're going to read, um, it, it gets they get some sauce like in it, mm. like it's nice. So first one overall, who's the MVP? As voted by the players. Yep, as voted by the players. I'll tell you right now, fifty percent. I mean, if I had a vote, I would have gave it to Giannis. So fifty percent of the league says Joel Embiid is the MVP. Mm-hmm. Jokic is at twenty five point five. Giannis at fifteen point seven. Then it falls off to like numbers we can't register on here with Jason Tatum. I'm wondering if they're predicting the award rather than saying who the best player in the league is. I don't think so. It's who's the MVP. So it's for this season. You know, I think the I think the NBA is pretty good at that and especially once you'll see like later on another thing that like uh, another one of these polls but mm. I mean Joel Embiid is having a flashy ass season sure dude. sure all right uh, next one can't play defense sorry who is the best defender in the league I saw this one this leaked uh, but it was Drew Holiday Drew Holiday and it's not even close. Yeah, I mean, he's fucking nice. Twenty eight point seven percent. Number two, 
Lugans Dort at 11.4. Yep, Lou Dort heard that one. Yeah. 11.4. Neither of them finalists for Defensive Player of the Year either. Uh, other is at 8.9. And then Brooke Lopez at number four also tied with 8.9 with Marcus Smart. Who came up short to Jaron Jackson Jr. this year. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough, man. Jaron Jackson Jr. is down and tied with Giannis at 4%. Okay, sidebar. Buck's going to get three people on the all-defensive first team. Let's go. I mean, it's very possible. Mm -hmm. First of all, Giannis is the only one who's like, not for sure. Drew and Brooke are going to be on that team. All right, here's the next one. You're building a roster from scratch. Who are you going to sign first? Oh. Hmm. I would say Jokic or Luka. All right. Luka is number three at 6.3%. Okay. Jokic is number two at 8.7. LeBron or Giannis? Giannis is number one with 52.4. Fuck. Okay. (laughs) They didn't even fuck with anyone All right. Fair enough. I thought a lot of the guys in the league would have liked a guy with maybe a better jumper, but I, I mean, I'm cool with that. It's Giannis, dude. Yeah. It's Giannis. Uh, I'm going to save this one for last because okay. I think that's the best one. Who's the most underrated player in the league? Drew Holiday. Okay, so other is number one. Okay. Obviously, and that's at 34. But number two is Drew Holiday. Let's go. Let's 17.5. Yeah, he's absolutely the most underrated player in the and league. And number two, I guess, in actual named players is uh, SGA at 11.3. Okay. okay. I think that's pretty solid. Sure. I, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. He's a bucket. Is, too. Yeah is like borderline top five player in the league. He really is. Whoa. Okay. Slow down. Uh, I said borderline. I, would, I said he's like, right. He's getting you there, dude. G- if you want to go top 15, sure. Um, he's top 10. Uh, all right. Here you go. Greatest player of all time. I mean, I saw this too. It, they voted yeah, Jordan. They did. But, uh, 58.3 and then LeBron at 33 and then Kobe at 6.8. Okay. Uh, I will say one interesting thing. Number four, Bill Russell. Number five, Tracy McGrady. Interesting. I do think that's a little bit interesting. interesting. It's again, it's like less than one percent. Okay, but yeah, I mean, so like one guy said T Mac and fucked up the whole thing. I I don't know. I have no clue. Okay. Uh, how about who in the league would you least like to fight? Ooh. Okay. Fun answer, Udonis Haslam. He is number five. Okay. Number number four for players, because other is three. Okay, yeah. I like see that's that all right. And I, I mean Giannis has got to be up there. He's fucking crazy, dude. Giannis is uh number five in players. Okay, so I've gotten four and five. Um Steven Adams. Number two at twenty seven point eight. He's a big fucking dude. Um I'm missing the number one player. Yeah. Uh, I, should I know this? Is it a tall fucking guy? I don't think so. Who is it's it? It's James Johnson. And it's not even close. Okay. 41.1%. Dude, he must be talking his shit Dude, on the court. They did not want to fuck with James Johnson. Quote, nobody messes with James Johnson. Okay. Like, people know... Don't fuck with that dude. Yeah, I guess so. That's hilarious. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, who is James Johnson? Is he on the... He used to be on the Heat. I, I want to say he's on the Grizzlies now. 
Is that right? He's got. I know exactly what he looks like. He's got a beard that's like kind of straight. I think he was on the Heat teams with Braun. Yeah, I see. I knew he. Oh no, this is Dallas. Dallas is he on? There's that's uh, the Pacers right there, right? What is he? On? Go to go right there. Yeah, yeah. he Look is currently. Looks like he's on the Pacers. Currently, yeah, yeah. He's Indiana, and it was on Brooklyn before. And he was on the Heat Miami team, right, right here. Yeah, yep. For um sixteen to nineteen or twenty. Yeah. I, okay, so Mike, don't fuck with James Johnson again. Not even close. Do you think we can get him on the pod? <laughs> oh, if the only if we value our lives. Yeah, it's gonna be like, hey, we, they say no one wants to fuck with you. <laughs> uh, other players of note: uh, Marcus Smart. Oh, Lou, whatever. Lou Dort. Um, Joel Embiid and Admiral Schofield. Okay. I guess he, he's a dude did not fuck with either. And he's relatively young to the league. That's so. what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what arena has the worst fans? Oh, worst as in like attendance or like most annoying to play against. Do you I'm, think? I'm thinking as far as, because uh, if it was worst place to I go think the play, players, the players are kind of um, like out on this too. Because I I have ones that like play like fans that don't support the team. I also have like there's no energy in the building, so I, I like, would say the like worst a, place a coupling. The worst place to play has to be Golden State. Like you don't want to go play there. Uh, worst fans is not on here at all. Okay. So then that's not the angle they're going for. I'm mm -hmm. thinking then. Okay. So the worst fans, um, how about the magic magic are on here? Where is it? It's kind of lower though. Oh. Uh, yeah, they're like, uh, what is that? Eighth, ninth. Okay. Eighth. Um, I, I guess I would have thought that would have been a little higher spectrum center. It's the Hornets. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Too. And again, it's it's really not even close. Okay. Fifteen point two, number two is the Pistons uh, with eleven point one. Okay, Pistons is gonna pick up. That's a buy stock now. That's where I'm at with Detroit. They're gonna be fun. Uh, they also have Celtics in there in the top five, which oh. I think is kind of amazing. So maybe that was another angle where it's like. You don't want to play there. Fuck those guys. That's what I'm saying. I think yeah. it's kind of just an open-ended question. I would think the worst place to play is Golden State. Like, they're just loud and obnoxious and crazy the whole time. So. What arena has the best fans? Uh, Give me the Bucks. That's what I'm going to say. Number yeah, one. that's that's low. Okay. Uh, Pfizer Forum is only at 2.9% tied with the Spurs AT&T Center. Ew. And uh, Suns Footprint Center. Um, so it's low. I don't even know. It's it's deep down there. Bulls number one. Where? Uh, Bulls are a little bit above the Bucks at three point one. Number one overall is the TD Garden. It's the Celtics at eighteen percent. Oh, so they they had swapped on that one. I didn't know those. Number two is the Kings at okay. twelve point one. I can get behind that. They and look the, like they're having a lit ass time at the Kings games. And Warriors and Knicks are tied at uh three with nine point seven. I was gonna say Warriors next, so that was yeah. my next guess. Uh all right. Which current coach aside from your own would you most want to play for? Ooh, good question. Popovich? Twenty five point three percent. Number one. one. Okay. Yeah, Popovich seems like a cool dude. Spolstra? Number three, 9.5. Um, You're missing a big one. 
Golden. Oh yeah, Steve Kerr yeah, seems like never a good ass coach too. Thirteen point seven. He he like smoke a blunt with you. Happy four twenty, by the way. Um, yeah. Okay, those are probably the top three. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, and there's, and again, there's uh, Ty Lue is number four in the as far as like actual. Only names. if LeBron's on your team, then Ty Lue. And then it drops one. off. He's at eight point four. It drops off to four point two with Mike Brown, Mike Malone, and Monty Williams. But cool. nowhere near the top, man. No. Uh, current coach you would least like to play for. Ooh. This um, one's spicy. Yeah. Uh, Silas. Steven Silas. He is number two at 14.5. Number two at 14.5. Okay. So number one is without a doubt, nobody wants to play for him. Jason Kidd. Uh, no. Jason Kidd is number, what is that, five at 5.5. Oh, God. Tied with Rick Carlisle. Who the fuck do they now want to play for? Who's the Hornets coach? I don't know. And that's Steve Clifford. Mm, yes, he's on there, but it, they don't even give him a. Who's percent. number one? Tom Thibodeau. Oh, at forty three point six. God damn! Nobody want to play for him. Why? Why? I have no clue. Is he? Is he that big of a dick? I guess I don't remember that. All right, who talks the most trash on the court? James Johnson. I don't know. <laughs> I like I'm I actually okay, so Joe Ingles has to be up there somewhere. He is at four percent. He is the fifth name. Okay. Um I know Joe Ingles be talking his shit. Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks is number three, fourteen point one percent. Is Bobby up there? No, he is not. Okay. Um, but you're missing you're missing some obvious names. Kevin Durant, Marcus Smart. Uh, no, none of them. Chris Paul is at 2%. Uh, okay. Who's number one and number, two? Number Draymond, two. Draymond. Draymond, number okay. one. Yeah, yeah sorry. 26.3. I had to get that in. I fucking knew it right at the end. And okay. number two, again, Pat Bev. Okay, yeah. Duh. At 25.2. Duh. duh. All right. I'm glad I got the Draymond. If I'd have missed both of those, that would have been bad. But. At 3%, I just want to mention, it's, it is the Memphis Kids. Mm. So just so, all of Memphis. So Dylan Brooks is in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, th they have Dylan Brooks at number three. Remember? Wow. All right. Here's the one I wanted to save. Most overrated player in the league. Uh, yeah. I heard a couple of these. So I think number one was Rudy Gobert, right? Wrong. Oh, well, I heard he was on there. Tristan Thompson was on there as well. Uh, well, Rudy Gobert is at is tied for sixth. So oh, third. Okay. Third. So with Jimmy Butler, Rudy Gobert, and Jaron Jackson Jr. at five point six. Uh Tristan Thompson's name got mentioned, but he's not in the next. Number I'll tell you right one, now. Number most... one, the number one is other with thirty one point five. So they're just mentioning everyone. Oh, okay. But number uh two and three are tied at seven point four. And number one is fourteen point eight. So Almost doubled. LeBron James. No, I I don't I don't know. No. Okay, so Julius Randle and Pascal Siakam are at seven point four percent. Okay, no respect. Wow. Number one, Trey Young. Ooh, fourteen point. Okay, I like that. I like that. I don't hate that at all. He just is a fucking turnstile on defense. That's why. So he can't guard anyone. Well, and now dude like losing his shit. So it's like. 
Uh, where are you going to trade to, Trey? Ice Trey. Ice Trey. Yeah, garbage. No, not good. Okay, uh, that's right. fun. Yep that that was the uh, that's the that's the tea that was spilt in the NBA. James Johnson, don't fuck with him. Yeah, that was interesting. That one, that's the one that I'm like, okay, that's the guy you least. That's likely. going to be like if we get him on the pod, which we're not. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Uh, number one question, like, so why don't players want to fuck with you? Yeah, I guess so. All right. What about uh, something new? How about the new MLB shit that might be going down? Yeah. Uh, you know, the MLB, first of all, I think we're pretty big advocates that the new rules in the MLB are amazing. Yeah, they're solid. They're great. They're maybe the best thing that's happened to professional sports in a long time, especially in the rule change category. They absolutely nailed it, hit it out of the park. Um, they have another... Uh, proposal now because they have a couple of them. Uh, they're they try they're trying this out in the Atlantic League, which is I believe the same league that they have tried out all the other shit with bigger bases yeah, yeah. and pitch clock and yada yada yada. A uh, couple new rules: a designated pinch runner, further limitations on a pitcher's ability to make pickoff moves, and a double hook designated hitter rule okay these are the three that they are big that they're trying out in this atlantic league so uh the double hook designated hitter rule allows for a team to use a dh throughout the game as long as their starting pitcher throws at least five innings if that doesn't occur then the team loses its dh and the pitcher spot would bat for the remainder of the game dumb the rule was also used in the Atlantic League last season. Uh, the designated pinch runner allows for a player uh, player who is not in the starting lineup to be used at any point of the game as a substitute base runner. The player who is subbed out, as well as the pinch runner, would still be able to return to the game. So they could just keep pinch running <sighs> and keeping a guy for the whole time. Meh. And then it would only be one disengagement uh, at the rubber rather than two right now so if you step off that would be your only step off you get per per thing so i'm okay so like i'm fine with the pickoff i'm fine with the runner designated runner i don't need them um i'm gonna tell you right now the double hook is dumb i don't like the double hook so like if a guy gets hurt you like have to bat the pitcher the rest of the game well like here's the real problem so why do players get pulled in five innings in less than five innings for it's one of two reasons they're getting lit up or they're hurt they're hurt yeah or they're getting lit up so at that point you want to bring the pitcher in i guess so like the idea is that the outs come faster it's like the idea of a mercy rule i guess but like what no i don't i don't like the rule Uh, either okay like now that i'm thinking about it maybe it's not that bad at the same point why I think it's the worst of the rules. That I would proposed. agree. Yes, I would agree. Sure. And I'm not really all in on uh, a pinch runner. Like, I don't really love that rule. Well, I mean, I told you this the other day. It's just to get Billy Hamilton a job. Right. Or Terrence Gore. Yeah. You know, like those dudes, guys that just come that in to run. Speed. Uh, it's eh, not really for me. How much are you paying a pinch runner? 
to be on your roster. You know uh, what I mean? Less than a million. Right. Like the best ones. Are you even paying them that much money? All you can do is fucking run. You're not doing anything else. for. I me, mean, like, so. how much are punters getting in the in the NFL? And then the single disengagement. Um, I mean, it kind of makes sense, but I kind of like having the two. Why not? Like the two is fine. It's not been. That's what I'm saying. I think two. I think if you only do one disengagement, there's the strategy is gone. Right. Um, you can step off and throw over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let the guy be able to step off. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I would rather. Yeah. Yeah. Just let him step off. You know what I mean? I, I think just give him two. Two is fine. Two is fine. I think if you go to one, it, like, is it really going to lessen that much? You know, of a game, are are guys really like throwing uh, two pickoffs for each? You know, each batter. No, no, no not not always. That's what I'm saying. So, like, what's the average for two pickoffs? I, I should like, yeah, what's the average per inning on pickoffs? It can't be more. It can't than, be that much. Yeah, it can't be six. There's no way it's like that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so. I think I think like that doesn't need to happen because it's just not that big of a number and jokes on you Shohei Otani doesn't go the whole way and then just continues to bat sure you know what I mean so eh. that's a dumb rule yeah dumb I, rule. I think I think that that uh that attached DH is just not it it's just not it no not a fan of it either yeah um uh, another thing to note in the MLB is that it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that the A's are moving to Vegas. Yeah, finally. Right? Yeah. I mean, kind it of un- unfortunate, but, you know. Oakland's going to literally be left with no team. Yeah, yeah. Wow. After the Warriors moved out, Va- then Raiders. the Raiders moved out. Yeah, it's literally everything. Yeah, um, I mean. So I guess Oakland maybe be a better fan base. Yeah, just like don't be a shithole. Well, I mean, also, also kind of doomed there. Right. So (laughs) your, your whole stadium sucked and everyone knew it sucked. They didn't. Did you hear about the fucking possum, bro? There's a possum living in uh, Oakland's Coliseum in the visitor broadcast booth. They didn't have, they didn't have the visiting broadcast booth go in the booth this year because there was a fucking possum. That lived in the booth. I love it. So they could not go in Dude, there. There's... They would send in one cameraman. So a cameraman had to fucking be there like waiting to make sure that this possum was going to give him fucking rabies during his job. So like we got we got like possums living there. We got like cats living in there. Remember, yeah. remember last year they had like the stray cats living in the Coliseum. You got people fucking in the Coliseum. Yeah. Like, let's go. It, it, it was practically Vegas, but it just wasn't in Vegas. Yeah. So. So what's going to happen to that Coliseum? Uh, like tear it down? Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I it's, it's, a, that sucks. It used to be a nice park too. It used to be really cool when it had, you know, the field and the baseball yeah. field on it, football field and baseball field. Uh, I think that the Vegas, I, they got it. I want them to rebrand. Like, don't be the A's. I was thinking that too. Like, just don't be the A's. If they were smart, and I know they can't because of WNBA, but you could be the A's, and the A stands for aces. Or if they're the Jacks. 
that's not why why wouldn't they be the kings why they have to regulate themselves to the jacks yeah yeah. Like, like you suck so hard, you have to work your way up <laughs> to be the fucking king. They could be the queens. Why not? Oh, dear Lord. Why not? Why not let them be the queens? Uh, this, that's a joke that just does not need to be made. Could, let's see. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> They're not going to be. No. What about the dealers? They're, what about the dealers? Good Lord. <laughs> you know, yeah. then they might as well just stay in Oakland. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I mean, what are, what are we thinking here? What What, what else can they be? Uh, vipers. Gross. Not a fan. Why not? Pit vipers. Okay. Now it's now it's twofold. Right? I like I like pit, pit bosses. Well, that's what I'm saying. It works. It works twofold. The hangovers. Good lord. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. The the palaces. Palaci. Wouldn't it be? No, it'd be the palaces. The palace. Yeah. What about no, the, not what, the palace. What if they were just the Vegas Palace? No, I'd that, play, that would be the, the that would be the team, not the team, but the stadium. Okay, okay. <laughs> They're just a building. What are they? A fucking know. transformer? Yeah, like being like Voltron and like, shit, like the Kraken, you know, or the Heat. They're the Palace. No, stop it. What about the baseball team? The Vegas baseball team. Mm. This baseball club. Ooh, God, that's it. Not would sound be baseball good. club. No, I don't like it. You wouldn't of those. call it a team. You'd call it a club. I don't like those. I don't like any of those. Uh, yeah, guess what? They're they're gonna be the A's. So lame. Remember when? Um, like th- this is very weird, kind of off topic. Remember when Seattle moved to OKC, right? Mm-hmm. And then OKC left the history in Seattle. Can you do that for Oakland? What do you mean? So like Sean Kemp. Right? Right. If you were to do like an all-time OKC thing, you can't put Sean Kemp on that because Sean Kemp never played for OKC. I mean, they definitely do that, though. They don't. They definitely do. They don't. They do. That's what I'm telling you. They don't. The Gary Payton is an all-time Thunder. Well, for now, but once a team goes back to Seattle, they claim all the history. Right. So that's what I'm saying. But that hasn't happened. They don't. So... But they do right now. Yeah, but they don't because we already know Seattle's going to get a team. Maybe. <sighs> right now, the Thunder have a championship because of the Seattle well, Supersonics. That's just not happening. That they do. They have a championship it's though. Happening. It's it's that team. It's not happening. Just saying. All right. Just saying. It's time. It's damn time for oh, our mock draft. We've Woo. been stalling and holding this off for so long. And I know Tom's probably super well-versed in players and ready to go. And I'm over here just like, I know this name. Uh-huh. So let's see if we can get another uh, Alex, what's his, Leatherwood, and uh, just randomly draft the 2023 NFL draft. Okay. We are officially started. We are on the clock. All right. So I have the number one overall pick. It's Carolina Panthers. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know there's been talk and hype for um, CJ Stroud. It's, it's diminishing. And I think this is actually going to be followed through with, and Bryce young is getting drafted overall. Mm -hmm. Number one overall. I think you'd be foolish not to make Bryce Young your guy, um, especially for these people that kept on saying C.J. Stroud. I think that's dumb. Okay. 
So give me Bryce Young. All right. I like that. I like that. Uh, I would have taken him number one as well. I also have heard that his cognitive tests have just been like shit they've never seen. Like if they were still given the wonder lick, he would probably be flirting with 40s right now. Um, they've been giving him a whole bunch of shit. He understands how to play football. He's just small. If he was as big as CJ Stroud, it wouldn't even be wouldn't close. even be a yeah, would not even be a problem. I, you know what? And I think that's dumb because it's shown many times that like the Wonderlick didn't mean shit. Just because like you know football doesn't mean you know football. Just be and if you don't, doesn't mean that you don't. So do you not want him to be the number one pick? Is no, he mean? should be the number. Well, I'm just telling you that. Those type of of scores don't mean shit. I mean, he, you also can just watch the last three years of college football and realize he's the best player. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's another way, angle for it, too. Uh, Texans are number two. I'm giving him C.J. Stroud then. Uh, I do think that will be the number one, too, right there. There's a lot of rumors now that Stroud is passed on and the Texans go for a defensive player, I guess uh, that seems extremely stupid in my opinion. Well, I mean you, I got three mock drafts. What's yours say? Does that give him? Uh, yeah. A lot, of, number two? a lot of it is Bryce young Stroud one, two. Yeah. See, I got three mock drafts. None of them have the Texans drafting CJ Stroud. Okay. Uh, I'm just saying. Okay. And I do think that's surprising. You know, what, whatever. I have these two right here up in front of me, and both of them have the exact same one, too. Well, that one has you trading, doesn't it? But still one, two. We don't do trades on ours. Well, I, we don't either. I, I'm just saying. Like, I agree. But I don't know. Just telling you what, I, what I'm seeing here. I'm, I would be shocked if those aren't the first two picks. I don't know if those guys make them, but I would be very shocked if those aren't the yeah, first two picks. Yeah. Um, again, I don't know. Don't know. Uh, number three, that is the Cardinals. I'm going to tell you right now, I could see the Cardinals trading back here, um, especially if there is, you know, Anthony Richardson still left on the board, right? Oh, you think Anthony Richardson can go in the first two, huh? No, no. Well, I'm saying if he, he, it doesn't matter. It, it's Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Anthony Richardson, right? Oh, okay, for, yeah. For QBs. So this is like to get that last one. Uh-huh. But, and, uh, you know, a team definitely could trade up before the Colts. Have got four, it. Okay, okay. Right. Got it. Okay. Because I have a feeling if I'm going to leave them open, you know, I'm not taking CJ or um, yeah, Anthony Richardson right now. You're going to take Anthony Richardson at four. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> so because of that, I do think that the, the Cardinals could potentially trade back and get, uh, get a decent fucking player later on. But, you know, in, again, in this case, not there. I'm going to say that at number three, I'm going to go Tyree Wilson. Mm. I think Tyree Wilson, or Wilson is looked upon as one of the best talents in the league right now. Okay. And edge guy. And he has the most upside. Uh, Will Anderson is like right there at edge as well. But I think Will Anderson is better now. Tyree Wilson could be better in the long term. Yeah. I, so you want to go big. I just think of that as another situation of Trayvon Walker and Aiden Hutchinson. Like, just take Will Anderson. He's fucking good. I know. But that's where, I, again, this is not me planning on who they should 
Like get this is me guessing as who who they're going to draft. All right. Um so you're at number 4. Yeah. I'm at number 4 and I'll take Anthony Richardson here yeah. then I guess. Um I don't know. I, I I could definitely see Levis going here too, but I see Levis falling farther before I see Richardson falling farther. You know what I mean? Like I don't think there's any shot that I mean Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, and Anthony Richardson don't all go in the top seven picks, right? Somewhere yeah. around there. Uh, there's like zero scenario behind that. I would then say Levis should probably be in that group too of going that top seven picks. But if there is a guy who's going to fall to 15 and be the Mac Jones, it's Will Levis, in my opinion. Uh, people really like Will Levis. He's climbing up. CBS has him drafted Put, at number four. Puts mayo in his coffee. Does he really? Yeah. Oh, I don't like him. Yeah. Oh, wait. Didn't we have this conversation? Uh, probably a long time ago. Yeah, it, it, was a, it was a story that resurfaced. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like him now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like him. May- mayo in his coffee. That's gross. But I-, I could definitely see Levis going here, too. I just... I don't know. I think Richardson's been getting a lot of buzz. So sure. Give me Richardson. All right. So now it's Seattle at five. Yes. They are in need of some defense. They're going to get some defense, right? Okay. Like it's just not even close. And since they need some defensive tackle, I think they're going to have to pull the trigger at the arguably the number one rated guy, Jalen Carter. Uh-huh. Um, That'd be a steal for them in this draft. A lot I, of people would say. Yeah, and you know what? They might go Will Anderson there too. Okay. Especially if he makes it that far. But and especially because Jalen Carter's had the the like pre draft drama. Uh-huh. You no, know, just being a tubby tubby boy. But And also like getting in trouble and like the racing thing and yeah. whatever. So it, you know, it definitely a recipe for falling. But I, I agree, I would have kept them pretty high in this draft. I don't think it's going to stop a lot of people. No, there. I mean, there have been many a draft, mock draft, that says Jalen Carter's fallen to like nine for the Bears. Uh-huh. I don't know how that happens. Uh-huh. But I, I think you'd have to be pretty, you'd have to be pretty dumb to let him get past yet for Seattle at five. Okay. Um. I guess I got to go best player available at this point just because I don't think I planned on having Will Anderson go to the Lions, but if he's still here, I mean, you imagine the future with, like, Will Anderson and Aiden Hutchinson on opposite sides? Like, the Lions could be building something there. And just because he's available, I don't know if he would have been my first thought of that's who they would get. I think corners very much in play here yes. for them because they just traded away Akuda, obviously. So, you know, there's a lot of top end talent there. Maybe they sneak around with a quarterback at this spot. I doubt it. But in our mock draft, Will Levis or sorry, Will Anderson is still available. So I I give them Will Anderson. Okay. I think he could also be arguably one of the best players in the draft. You know what I mean? No, yeah. Be, Will Anderson is very good. The Lions really need some cornerback help. Right. And I almost gave him that. But I just don't think Will Anderson would get to this spot at six. But if he's there, you got to take him. Like, he's that good. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you're right. I, I guess that's the problem with these mock drafts, right? We kind of left Will Anderson on the board. Right. And uh, he's not falling that far. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. So, I mean, so chalk up pick six to be wrong is what you're saying? Or <laughs> pick four or pick three or somewhere from there. You know what I mean? Like, because I don't think Will Anderson falls past six there. Well, and, you know, that's why I'm saying that, like, uh, you know, pick three is going to get traded. You know, that will shake up the things a little bit. Um, but, you know, whatever. Uh, number seven, we're looking at the uh, Oakland Raiders, or sorry, Vegas Raiders. Uh, and I think at that point they do need some um, cornerback help. Okay. I think with the success of Sauce Gardner uh, last year, I think they're going to kind of push that cornerback a little bit more. And I think they go Christian Gonzalez out of um, Oregon. Okay, I like that. I think he is viewed as one of the better uh, cornerbacks. Him and Devin Witherspoon are kind of back and forth. Mm -hmm. But I think Christian Gonzalez is that dude. And they're going to want to draft him over uh, Witherspoon. Okay, I like that. I don't hate that at all. Uh, Yeah, Gonzalez... Viewed as one of the best corners in the class, I think, this entire time uh, throughout the year. Witherspoon's been gaining a lot of hype. I think I really enjoy Gonzalez going to the Lions as well. That was yeah. another guy I really debated on. That's like the big name attached to the Lions. Right I, I think he would be, he's primed to be a Detroit Lion. I, I do think so if things were to go a little differently. Okay. Um, now, for my next pick here, I have the Atlanta Hawks. Or what? Falcons. Sorry, we were talking <laughs> basketball. I think they're going to go edge here. I think they're going to give Ritter a year. I don't think Levis goes now. Um, I don't think they need corner. That was one of their best positions they had last year. So, right now, I'm going to give them uh, Nolan Smith. Out okay, of, out of Georgia. Okay, I there's a lot of edge guys they could go with, but I think Nolan Smith. He's a little younger, so he kind of has like the high upside. Very nice to have your Bluetooth up and for on. once it, it wasn't you. Yes, um, that was my mom. Nice, that's my mom too. <laughs> Whoa, that's weird. Did we just figure that out? <laughs> um. I'm going to give Nolan Smith here. He's another guy I think just has the high upside that people really like in this sure. class. That I think he's rising up boards. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Number nine, they have the Bears just doing a bunch of different defensive things. I'm going to say, fuck that. They got the Northwestern dude there, Peter Skoronsky. Mm -hmm. You got to shore up that line yeah. for Justin Fields. I like and that. if you got Skoronsky there, why the fuck wouldn't you do that? Why not? Yeah, I you I get like the that. hometown boy, and I know it's I know it's an, uh, a lineman, an offensive lineman, uh -huh. so it's not the flashiness, right? That you could have had. Yeah, but at that point, pull the fucking trigger, dude. I right? like that. I like that. I think that's a good one. That's fair to fair to say. Um, Skaronsky, obviously, like one of the better tackles in the class, too. One of the best linemen, probably too. So I definitely, I definitely can get behind that. Okay, 
Next, at 10, I have the Eagles. I'm giving them Brian Branch out of Alabama here. Uh, you go with the safety. The yeah. safety, yes. Okay. Um, this says their top needs are receiver and guard and center, and I don't think that's like true at all, if I'm going to be honest, right? Well, this one's got safety, defensive tackle, defensive end. Okay, because why would wide receiver be a need for them? In I, fact... The only pre-draft needs they have for offense is running back on this one, and it's dead last. Yeah, I don't think that they would go offense in this. Um, they kept Gardner Johnson, right? Or no, he's in Detroit. Yeah, he's in Detroit. So they lose Gardner Johnson, and they bring in a guy who's probably a pretty solid option out of the rookie class to go in that secondary. Maybe... I, gosh, I Witherspoon falling this far seems crazy too. But I, I'm giving them Brian Branch. I I don't think that they go wide receiver or offense in this class. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, see, now this is where I I think at number ten though it does kind of shake things up. Okay, like I feel like we haven't gotten a single pick wrong. Yes, yeah, you are correct. <laughs> But 11, I can make a lot of different moves here, right? And I I think the name has been attached to Tennessee for so long. I, I feel like it'd be really stupid not to take JSN. Okay. Right here. Jackson Smith and Digba is the best wide receiver in the class. That's what they're saying. Um, He's got the size. He's just... He's just damn good. He's pretty fucking good. I like him a lot. And especially after giving up A.J. Brown. Mm. Giving up A.J. Brown. Yeah. Because that's literally what happened. They have to find a replacement. And uh, go big or go home at that point. Malik Willis gets a number one option. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, God Houston Texans. You know what? You know what makes it really easy to get a quarterback if you draft two of them? No, I'm kidding. Okay. Good Lord. Could you imagine if they they got Will Levis and CJ Stroud from this class? Um, I'll tell you right now. I have multiple drafts here that says they are able to snag Anthony Richardson here at 12. So here's my problem with that. Like, no. not the team that needs to be taking a project. You know what I mean? Like, they need someone who's just fucking good now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't, don't fuck around with trying to find someone yada, yada, yada bullshit. Um, okay. Couple options here now. Then I I'm gonna say why not give them uh Quentin Johnston then Quentin Johnston I I, I like I that agree. get a, I agree. get a weapon for your guy why not we've seen that work in the past where they they like to do that so I'm gonna I'm gonna say get a weapon sure let's go with that I I agree I think that makes a lot of fucking sense. Possession and, type receiver, get him the ball, not yeah. overly fast like in Jegba or anything, but good solid guy, good solid guy, yeah, yeah, type of guy you want your daughter marrying, oh you know what Lord. I mean? <laughs> Shut <laughs> so the some fuck of the stupid ass draft takes, you know. Okay, so we're at thirteen, thirteen, and uh, that's the New York Jets, by the way. Yes, 
I am debating. How flashy do I want to be here? Do it. Are you think what I'm thinking? Do it. Okay. Oh, God. Is that what you were thinking? I really am. I really am. Go for it. Because we're not sure what the fuck is going on with Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And as the days go on, the talks are that there are, there's a fucking new team every day. Yeah. If he's still here, the Jets should take Will Levis. Oh, oh. It's kind of gross, isn't it? It's very gross, but I love it. I'm here but, for it. I mean, you, you would have to be insane to to try to bet that this is what's going to happen. Mm. Because with each an added team that comes in, the Packers are going to increase their asking price. Yeah, I, I would think so. I would I would agree with that. At and least you better. I don't know. Will Levis, like I said, this is where I'm seeing him fall just a little bit in my eyes. I think mid-first round is probably more likely for Levis as opposed to the high-end stuff like these other guys. So I, I don't hate that at all. I don't hate that at all. I, I'm getting a little worried about Devon Witherspoon. Where the fuck is he going to go here? Because I don't think I'm picking him here right now. I think... With the Patriots, get them an offensive tackle. I'm going Paris Johnson right here out of Ohio State. I think he's the next best guy after Skaronsky. I I like getting the tackle in New England for some reason. Look out for the other ones as well off the board. You could see, uh, you know, such as a Broderick Jones or Anton Harrison, something like that there. But um, I, for the, for now, I go Paris Johnson. Okay, Packers are at 15. Packers. This is our team, the Packers. And, and again, we said this when it actually happened. Mm. The hardest. The, this is the worst fucking spot for this Packer team yeah, we to be said, drafting. We said the worst case scenario was going to be to win out and then lose the last game. We said that this was going to be it. 15, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. You're at 15. Really fucked us. You could have got Johnston. Even in been in play for uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. I think they still are. They might see him trade up. No, I think, uh, you know, a couple things go a little differently here and there. I think they're still in play for him. <sighs> they have to make an offensive move. Okay. And I'm sorry. You just have to. Mm-hmm. I think. Bijan Robinson. Dear Lord. Um, <laughs> there's plenty of. Plenty of places that they need a running back, mm-hmm. by the way. Just wrong. Um, <sighs> we go with here. We go with again. This is not me on who they want, it's who I think they're going to get. Okay. And every fucking mock draft has Dalton Kincaid right here. Okay. Like almost every last I got, one. I got one here with my air. And uh, I think Michael Mayer is the one that I want them to draft. This one has Jackson Smith and Jigba right here. Actually. Well, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Falling to 15? Yeah. They're insane. That ain't happening. Well, this one also has Hendon Hooker at 11. So. That's insane. Yeah. You could burn that. What is that? Uh, is that NFL.com? This is Peter Schrager. 
It's at NFL.com. It is. Yeah, well, that's why they're garbage. <sighs> you know what? I'm going to hope beyond hope. Yeah, just just pick it. Just Give me Michael it. Mayer. Yeah. Give me Michael Mayer. He's the more complete tight end prospect. He's able to block better than Dalton Kincaid. Mm-hmm. Kincaid is the dude that's like the uh, Tony Gonzalez style. And I, I don't think they need that. Okay. I think Mike Michael Mayer is the better product to take. I agree. I, I would I would agree with that. Haven't, haven't you been on the train of like, how the fuck can you dra- draft Dalton Kincaid over Michael Mayer? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm 100% on that. If you're like going to draft a tight end, I don't understand why you wouldn't take Michael Mayer. Like, that's where I'm at with it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, everyone's got the Darnell Washington takes, too. Again, if you're taking tight end, which I don't know if it necessarily is the biggest need or best player, why would you not take Michael Mayer first? That's my take on the tight ends in this class. That's how I... I'm thinking too. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, in this, you know what? Again, we're in another situation where I just don't think he's going to be there that long. Give me Devin Witherspoon, Devon Witherspoon here to the Washington Commanders. Um, corner. Do they have any crazy corners over there? I think they'd be pretty happy with that if he was on the board, right? Can't think of any. Who plays corner? Uh, I mean, they definitely need a corner. I don't know if it's their top need though. Um, you know, especially when you got dudes like Van Ness still out there. Yeah, but did they need edge rusher if Chase Young comes back? They got a gr- great front side. I, you I know? still think they do need the edge rusher because yeah. Chase Young has yeah. not come back. No, I don't, I don't think they would spend it on a front seven again. But I also could see uh, possibly a Kincaid or something here, too, if shit gets weird. But, yeah, I'm going to go Devon Witherspoon just because it, when it comes to playing corner... He's the most aggressive in the class, for sure. Yeah. So I, I'm down with that. I think they'd be happy if they ended up with him. Okay, so we are now at 17 with the Steelers. Yes. And I am shocked. Are we only at one offensive lineman? Um, Let me double check. I think I took Paris Johnson. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah okay. Paris Johnson. Yeah. So two, two in the top seven or 16. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about that. Okay. I, you know what I mean? Like, that's just, that seems a little bit suspect. Okay. Uh, but. This mock here has Paris Johnson right there, actually, to uh, the Steelers. Oh. Well, oh, I know. This one also has one going, too. So. I don't think they're going to do that. They need cornerback help. And why not go again with a beloved player of the past? I know. Uh, Deontay Bakes is still on there, but I'm going to say Joey Porter Jr. Okay. Because Joey Porter played there. The t- yeah, the attachment, right? I like that. That's it. Okay, that was sorry, it. sorry. Yeah. Okay, I was waiting for more there. <laughs> oh, I mean, no, I just, I said something, look, so I thought you look, would say something after. I look, and like, what are these two, like, Joey Porter feels too obvious. I know that was for the, you know, at, um, for the commanders, mm-hmm. but at the same point, Joey Porter feels too obvious. All right. Okay. Um, now let's go to the Lions. And, huh, you know, I will tell you right now, this this one has uh, Devon Witherspoon falling down to 18. Okay. So we were all right with that. Yeah. That's fine. Um, Lions. Do you know what would be... Uh, 
I don't know how to say his name. So I Cancy. Yes. So Kalijah I Cancy. Kalijah Cancy. Um, I like him there, but that's not fun to me. So I say, why not? The Lions, this is their second first-round pick mm-hmm. now. They have already given their first pick, in which we drafted who to them? Will, Will Anderson. Anderson. Wow, that would just be amazing if they got Will yeah. Anderson. Well, another reason why it can't be Kalijah Cansey. Give me Dalton Kincaid here. I love that. Uh, they drafted TJ Hawkinson, like, top 10 before. Why wouldn't they go with another offensive weapon there? They, I love it. They do weird shit in Detroit. I like it. I want I want Detroit there, getting Dalton Kincaid. Yeah, I, I really do. I love that. I think that makes a lot of fucking sense. Um, yeah. I mean, give it to me at that point, right? Yeah. All right. Where are we at as far as, like, available players uh on the right there is the available Uh uh-huh couple couple big names still i guess yeah and um i so a lot of these mock drafts i have in front of me have levis falling to 19 i can definitely see that right this gets paris johnson here paris johnson there at 19 okay but he ain't on our list so i'm gonna take uh i'm gonna take darnell wright Okay. I think they do need to start building with um, some offensive uh, lineman help mm. because their line was atrocious and it just kept on getting worse. Mm-hmm. So wh- while you got them, you got to capitalize. So, yeah, give me Darnell Wright. All right. Okay. I don't hate that. I, uh, he's, he's an option, definitely, there. I, th- I think so. Um, how about Kalijah Kansi here? Let's just get an interior defensive guy. Oh, wait, shit. Did they already... They took... Uh, what's his face? Jalen Carter. Yikes. That's not what I wanted then. Um, can you not go back? That's fucking stupid. Okay. <laughs> stupid ass. Um, well, that's not going to happen then, so I don't like that. Um, but sure, we'll go with Kalijah Cansey because <laughs> that's what's going to happen, I guess, then here. Way to go there. <laughs> I mean, that's stupid. You can't go backwards, to be fair, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, thanks. Um, great. Way to pay attention. All right. Well, uh, Kalijah Kansi's off the board in this mock draft. I guess they're just really in love with Jalen Carter and Kalijah Kansi in Seattle. So let's do that. Okay. So we're at 21 with the Chargers. After the forfeited Dolphins pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at 21, Chargers are probably going to go offense. I, it's, you know, they got one saying Jordan Addison here. Okay. I don't know if he stays there. I, I think he could go earlier, too. I think Green Bay, they're very much in play. For yeah, I, like it really is. Like I, Which, again, I think is the wrong choice. I think you should take a tight end, okay. Green Bay. Listen to me. Listen to us. Uh, I, again, I'm going to be flashy. I think there's... This one uh, has Austin, Jigba's falling all the way. That's, that's just far. wrong. No that way. is not happening. If no the way. Packers are not letting Injigba fall past. Them. Also, Brian Breezy, interior defensive tackle, was taken at 20. So maybe a shot. Maybe a shot <laughs> in this mock draft now. But okay, go ahead. Okay. I think with the uh, the ongoing battle with one of their current players, or I guess not. 
Give me B. John Robinson here. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. Right? I think that having the best running back right there is the play. Okay. And I think if you try to draft one of the other wide receivers, it it feels like an overdraft. Yeah. And, and we you know us. You know us. Like we do not believe in first round running backs. No, 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 not a fan of them. Not, but also, I don't think they necessarily need wide receiver right now. Like, you can get wide receiver depth later on in this class as yeah. well. Bijan is probably the best running back without question in this class, at least. To be fair. This has Jackson Smith and Jigba falling to 22. Yeah. Uh, no, not This here. is wrong! I think this is a this is a pick I really really like actually for the Ravens, and that's Lucas Van Ness going there. All uh, right, get some edge. First of all, I feel like Iowa going to Baltimore, like in that style, the way Iowa plays defense and how Baltimore plays defense, like that's a good fit. That's a good fit for Lucas Van Ness. He's going to be able to be that. Or, you know, with his hand down on the outside or stand up a little bit if he wants to. I, I like Lucas Van Ness going to the Ravens in this mock draft 22 overall. Uh, it just seems like a pick. And I believe Marshall Yonda, longtime Iowa Hawkeye, was, or I believe he was an Iowa Hawkeye as well, longtime Raven. <laughs> All right. So a little bit of a preview. Do they need edge help, though? Um, they- yeah. Who's an edge rusher for them? I mean, I don't got anything over here. Yeah, so I guess uh, what what would what, the mock have here? Actually, I didn't even look at the mocks. I just I did that off gut right there. This one has corner, uh, and then this other one wide receiver too. You know, that's uh, another offensive one that, tackle. So possible. You know, I I, I think Broderick being this late is yeah you know, right around there too. So yeah, he could, be, he could be in play as well. Go ahead. Uh, uh, 23, Minnesota has lost so much of their wide receiver room um, with Adam Thielen leaving. So give me Zay Flowers here. Oh, God. I think he's the the best available Sure, with the wide receiver room. Okay. And I think that makes a lot of sense. I like that. I like um, that. As much as you, we probably don't want to see that. If they got Jordan Addison or something, too, like they could be getting dangerous. You know, I, I could all be in play, I guess, there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm for it. I'm all there for it. I, I like that. I like that. How about Miles Murphy going to the Jags here? Okay. Um, get a little bit more help uh, on the edge for them, which they have Josh Allen, but he's on his fifth-year option, I believe. So they have to sign him as well. Yeah. Definitely could leave, it sounds like. Did you see uh, Sidebar locked on NFL? They had a mock draft in which the Packers traded back. Okay. For this pick. Yeah. And got Josh Allen. No. (laughs) (sighs) Like, they gave up their second rounder. They traded back to this pick, and the Jaguars traded up, and they got Josh Allen. Stop. Like, that would be... Stop, people. Stop making these ridiculous trade proposals. They're not trading any players. Stop it. Okay. Stop it. Just telling you. I don't like it. Uh, So we are at the Giants at, what is that, 25? 25. I'm going to say Jordan Addison goes here. I like that. They need need wide receivers, man. 
And again, I feel so weird with the lack of offensive linemen getting called. Well, to be fair, I'm going to go with one in Dallas. Um, I think they're going to move Ty Smith back inside and Broderick Jones goes to Dallas in this one. Okay. I know it's not necessarily their biggest team needs and maybe a Brian breezy or whatever around here could be Uh, interesting. I have three mocks. They all have tight end. Really? Two Michael Mayers and one Dalton Kincaid. I didn't really see what uh, they had over here. This one had Jameer Gibbs, Uh, cornerback, running back. And this one has a guard, Osiris Torrance. That's a name right there, Osiris Torrance. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. that. Um, yeah, but I'll I'll go uh, tackle for Broderick Jones. That's what I'm going to go with. Okay. Uh, so uh, we are now at Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And, wow, they have Bijan falling down the way down here. I don't see that happening. Um, but I... I do like the idea of them drafting a 27 and taking a running back. Okay. They need it. That's been like one of their big deals, right? Sure. Is they have not had uh, any running back help. So give me that Jameer Gibbs pick right there. Okay. Okay. Like liking that. All right. That's the 27th Jameer Gibbs. It's also, you know, uh, an Alabama running back. I, I mean, how do you go wrong? Okay. Maybe we could get him in a second. Maybe. Possibly, but he, he might be gone by then. Might be gone by then. All right. Uh, Bengals, the bungles, as some like to call them. Uh, I'm going to go with Brian Breezy here. I think that he's another guy that should find himself in the first round. Some interior help. I think tight end would be fun here, getting Darnell Washington maybe, but... I, I think Brian Breezy's on the board. They're like, he's just too good again to like be here. So I think he goes a little bit earlier. I don't know if I would have maybe see him a little bit up here in the 19 to 23 range a little yeah. bit, but he's he's 28 in our mock this one. You know, there's going to be a guy in the first round that everyone thinks goes in the first round that doesn't go till day two. It just happens. I mean, and that's year. what we're t- thinking about for Deontay Banks right now. Like Deontay Banks has just been fallen on our board. I know. It's and unfortunate. I, I'm not taking him at 29 for the, oh. the Saints. I think Will McDonald is the guy that they're looking for. He, his uh, his grandpa had a farm. <sighs> it's the, I write those joke books that you're Oh, done. my Lord. No, because that wasn't like a, like a, a big switcheroo. Oh. That was fucking garbage, though. It was bad. It was pretty bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, yes, they need they need some um, some line help. And Will McDonald is the guy, uh, the the best available player in that position. Okay. All right. I'm down with it. Uh, I'll go Osiris Torrance here for the Eagles. Interesting. Got a lot of old guys in the interior for them. Like, would be a pretty good uh, pick to, like, mentor, I think. That would be a fun one for them. Uh, And, you know, he could sneak somewhere else around this first round, so... I give uh, Osiris Torrance at the end my last pick for the Eagles. All right. And we're at 31. The Chiefs. Chiefs. Last pick in this draft. <sighs> Where do I want to go with that? Where do you want to go? Uh, you know what? 
I'm going to take Josh Downs here. Josh Downs. Yes. I think the Chiefs are looking for some wide receiver. Can't go wrong with that. And feel pretty good. Feel pretty good. Let's see. Does it grade our draft here? Does it? Uh, it said it was grading, so I was just curious as to if it would. No, pro it football. Nothing. Oh, you got to subscribe to Pro Football. Oh, fuck no, you. Not going to do that. Not going to do that. But there's our mock draft. Read it real fast. First pick, Bryce Young. CJ Stroud to the Texans. The Cardinals get Tyree Wilson. Anthony Richardson goes four to the Colts. Jalen Carter doesn't fall very far when he's fifth to the Seahawks because Will Anderson is our drop in here to six to the Lions. Christian Gonzalez and Nolan Smith are our Raiders Falcons picks at seven and eight. Peter Skaronsky at nine. Brian Branch at 10 to the Bears and Eagles. That rounds out our top 10. Smith and Jigba goes 11th to the Titans. The Texans are 12 with Quentin Johnson. Back-to-back receivers. Will Levis to the Jets. Spicy. Very spicy. Paris Johnson, 14 to the Patriots. Michael Mayer, the tight end of the future for the Packers. Devon Witherspoon uh, to the Commanders at 16. Joey Porter Jr. uh, goes to where his dad played at 17 to the Steelers. Dalton Kincaid is a Detroit Lion at 18. Darnell Washington, a Buccaneer at 19. Uh, Kalijah Kansi. Somehow they drafted two defensive linemen <laughs> that play the same position for the uh, Seahawks because it wouldn't let you go backwards. That was stupid. Uh, Bijan Robinson is a Charger at 21. Lucas Van Ness, 22. Zay Flowers, 23 to the uh, Vikings. Miles Murphy, 24 to the Jaguars. I think that'd be a steal for them. Uh, Jordan Addison, 25, goes to the Giants. Broderick Jones is a Cowboy. Jameer Gibbs, 27th to the Bills. Brian Breezy is a Bengal at 28. Will McDonald, 29 to the Saints. Osiris Torrance, 30th to the Eagles. And Josh Downs is our Mr. Relevant of the first round. Woo! Just take a picture of that, just in case we have a reference points for uh, what we, we do. Could just be as wrong as humanly possible. Yeah, you know, just just curious. You know, I don't want to like do anything crazy, but you know, I felt pretty good about the first uh, up until Kalaja Kansi. Like that one, I was like, oh, <laughs> you fucked that up. <laughs> yeah, I just shouldn't have gone there. I guess uh, we're yeah. gonna be hella wrong on this. You think We're, so? Yeah. You think so? I think this draft has a potential. Because of trades. I, I, yeah, trades for sure. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm almost guaranteeing that the Cardinals trade out of three. Okay. That they trade down. Okay. It just feels, it feels like so obvious to make that play. Um, Tom also found a draft that had the Texans trading up. From two to one. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Y'all dumb. You dumb. You really dumb. That would be bad. That would be uh, very bad. And, and honestly, the Packers might trade both up or down. Okay. I, I think it's probably more, more likely than they stay at 15. If you can change one player, like if you're like, this is where I think this guy fits the best because maybe I took him or... Just didn't line up nicely. Where's like 
one Ooh. guy where you're like, oh, I think he could shit. probably go to this team in a scenario instead. And I'm done talking now. I talked for a long time there. You know what? At at six, I think Christian Gonzalez could go to the Lions. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, I, I think that Lions play in itself could be a cornerback. Okay. I don't know who. I also feel very weird not having Deontay Banks on this at all. Okay. I, it just does not feel right. But, yeah, whatever. Interesting. All right. I uh, I also think Darnell Washington was probably going to sneak his way into this back half here. Like, uh, didn't uh, Dalton Schultz just leave the Cowboys? Yes. Yeah, you know, maybe Darnell Washington sneaks his way into a Dallas uniform. Yeah, you know, I don't someone hate that. like that. Someone exciting. They like to do that in Dallas. You know. Yep, so. I don't hate it. All right, that's uh, the third annual Down the Wire mock draft. And uh, Will Levis at 12 13. or 13. That's going to be the new Leatherwood pick. That would be something, huh? That would be. This bitch. Oh, use this bitch yourself. Nope, it's time. Let's do some motherfucking Twitter hitters. All right, some Twitter hitters. Uh, you want me to start off? Sure. All right, I got one for you. Uh, do you happen to know, first of all, RIP Twitter, you need to pay for it now. If you want to check Mark. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, do you happen to know who Anthony Bass is? Yes, I do. I, I saw this too. Yeah. Pitcher out of Toronto, uh, apparently is just having his like almost ready to pop pregnant wife travel around the country to watch him play games. 22 weeks. Again, almost ready to pop. It's it's close, close enough. It's like halfway. Okay, forty. Um, forty weeks. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Uh, it's still it's still a good amount pregnant time. Good amount pregnant. Good amount pregnant. Yes. Uh, with her two small children on top of that, she's also just traveling. His children. Yes. Mm-hmm. Same, but she he's not watching them. I know. Just, I'm point. just being a dick now. So yeah, Anthony Bass. Uh, posted a picture about his kids being on an airplane. Quote, the flight attendant at United just made my 22-week pregnant wife traveling with a five-year-old and a two-year-old get on her hands and knees to pick up popcorn mess by my youngest daughter. Are you kidding me? And he did that trying to garner sympathy, obviously. Mm -hmm. It did not work. In fact, Twitter instantly rallied against him and called him a piece of shit Mm. because on top of that, he sent out another tweet that says, thank you everyone for the support. United airlines is taking care of matters with the flight attendant internally. So Anthony Bass is trying to get this like, like minimum waged fucking flight attendant fired. Or I should say flight attendant that's clearly not making as much money as Anthony Bass is. Um, clearly. Yeah. 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 People again, just coming against the man, uh, like, so what, whose side are you on? I am going to side with the flight attendant. I think, I think in the sense that like, so you would, if you're the flight attendant, you would make the pregnant woman clean up. Well, again, we don't know the context of, of the request. What if it was like, Hey, would you mind picking that up? Or 
What if and what if she's just like no? First of all, how is the flight attendant what going if, to what stop if, her? What if what if the pregnant wife was just like, "Hey, do you mind picking that up to the flight attendant?" Would the flight attendant that be a bitch? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna say she's the bitch, the 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 wife. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Also, fuck you. I'm just you know just playing the scenario. I guess. To me, I would side with uh, Anthony Bass's wife, actually. Just because, you know what? I don't think flight attendants are nice people, ever. I think they're always fake, and I think they're actually pretty rude employees. Well, okay, most customer service jobs, everyone's fake. Yeah, but they're not really... They don't think they're a customer service job. Yeah, they don't think they're a customer service job at all. So, well, I don't, I'm not a fan of flight attendants. This whole conversation. This... Uh, Jay Kuda, fun Twitter follow. If you have not, J J A Y Kuda C U D A Jay Kuda, uh, posted something where he 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 likes to go on Baseball Reference, and he tweeted out something: most career wins by a manager whose name is a type of clothes while managing a team that is also clothes. Number one, Pants Roland. And that's it. That's the whole list. Because he go. managed the White Sox. <laughs> this bitch. Good Lord. That's fucking hilarious. All right. Those are our Twitter hitters. Uh, Tom, yeah. you got uh, some quick hits? Uh, I can hit some quicks, I guess. Tamar Hamlin's back. Fully cleared to resume football. So that's pretty legit. Shout out to Tamar Hamlin. Um how about this? How many games would this roster win, Dave? Starling Marte, Marcus Simeon, Matt Chapman, Matt Olson, Sean Murphy, Max Muncy, Mark Canna, Joey Wendell, and Trace Thompson. Uh, a, depends on the year. A good amount. A good amount. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah the, well, that would be the roster if the A's didn't trade any of their guys. So. <laughs> wah, wah, yeah. So that's a that's a tough look for the A's right there. And uh, my, oh, did you see Max Scherzer get fucking heated? Yes. Um, that was bullshit. What they were doing, I think, right? Yes. Especially because he literally washed his hands when they were like, "Wash your hands," and he's like, "Okay, cool, I will." If yep. you think it's bullshit, so it's it's Max Scherzer. The dude don't cheat. Do you think the he's just crazy? Do you think the MLB is going to give him the suspension still or no? Mm, I'm gonna say no. I want to say no, but that also would be like let's put the faith in the MLB to make That's the right true. decision. Rob Manfred, so, everyone. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say he will. He's going to get the 10 games, but I want him to not. And then uh, I don't know too much of this story, but I think it is kind of funny to look at just for the headline. Eric Bledsoe's Shanghai Sharks and the Jingshu Dragons, Jiangshu Dragons, have been disqualified from the playoffs in the Chinese Basketball League and fined 5 million won for alleged match fixing during the playoffs. Oh! Uh, Bledsoe was serving a suspension, though, during the games in question. So for what? I don't know, but, like, why would you lead with Eric Bledsoe's team and it's, he was suspended? So 
Why would it, why would it be Eric Bledsoe's fault that they were match fixing? But Chinese uh, basketball definitely uh, on the hot seat. Uh, I want to know what he's suspended for. Go scroll up and click on an article right it, there, dude. It's, it's got the Shanghai DQ. Yeah, the the complex one. He was serving a four game suspension for what? Right there. Yeah, it doesn't even say. Well, it just wasn't in the first sentence, okay? Like, oh my God. go fucking find Serving it. a four-game suspension. See? That's all. Well, you got a four-game suspension. That's what. There you go. What? There you go. What? He was serving a suspension. Maybe he, you know, let's, do, let's make it up right now. He licked <laughs> too many basketballs. Uh, He ate too many bats. There you go. Oh, God. Jeez. <laughs> too, too soon? All right. Go ahead. Next. <laughs> All right, uh, I have some quick hits. First and foremost, uh, Tom, did you know that the World Snooker Championships happened this past week? World Snooky Championships? Snooker. Oh, okay. Sorry. I hate you. Okay. I I hate you. I thought we were all in Jersey again for a second. Uh, Well, what happened uh, while the Snooker Championship was going on is a, a man ran onto the table to protest... Uh, big oil, mm. you know, and it, uh, interrupted it by putting just stop oil and threw a bunch of orange dye on the table. That was it. Okay. Um, nice. Like, cool. We'll just move that and play it out. Yeah, that's basically what happened. Yeah, yeah. And even this, I got the story from Deadspin. Uh, even Deadspin commented, it was like, sports deserves a better brand of eco-terrorist. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like you could have done more. Probably. Like, couldn't you like had like some parachute pants and just like rubbed your dick on all the balls? Oh, I mean, exactly. Dick's rubbing on his balls That's right a- now, probably. So exactly. Yeah. There you There's go. an idea. See, we're already smarter than most eco-terrorists. At this okay. Point. Next. All right. Next. Oh, do I want to go crazy or do I want to go funny? Eh, let's go funny. Uh, did you see the story about Russell Wilson at the Arrowhead Golf Course? No, but this already sounds terrible. So Arrowhead Golf Course in Colorado, uh, already hilarious because the Denver Broncos haven't won at Arrowhead Stadium since 2015. Ooh. Yeah, right? Tough look. But apparently uh, Wilson was looking for his ball. Nice. Uh, <laughs> and while was doing that, he did not notice the bunker and just proceeded to fall into it while. Dr- <laughs> so hot seat Russell Wilson's vision because he only had like this bitch. Five touchdowns last year. Yeah, that there again. There have been so many fucking great burns. Does Russell Wilson need LASIK? Ooh, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, we're, we're going back that. down the the LASIK road again, which is always a great one. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, there again. There have just been so many great burns against Russell Wilson with this already. Um, feel free to join in because duh. Uh, but yes. Very funny. And then last but not least, do you happen to know who Buddy Tevens is? Mm, uh, no. He is the football coach at Dartmouth College. Okay, smart guy. Well, 
he had a bike accident the other oh, week. Oh, shit. And, uh, or sorry, the, last month he had this. Motorcycle or bike? Uh, I I read it as bicycle. Okay, okay. So I don't, I believe that's what it is. Um, here's the thing. The injury was pretty severe. So severe he had to have his fucking leg amputated. Shit. Yeah. That's crazy. No shit. On a bicycle? That's, yeah, it's a How sight. fucking fast was he going? Like, what did he hit? Uh, apparently, he had to have it severed because of the severity of the injury. Jesus. I, I don't know what that means, um, but damn. Uh, yeah. I mean, where is Dartmouth located? Is that? It's New England uh, somewhere. Well, he was in St. Augustine, Florida. Oh, okay, okay. So I don't know if that's. I'm, I'm going to say that's probably not. Ooh, right. which one of his players is going to 3D print a leg for him? Let's go. Yeah. Stevens uh, is apparently Big Green's all-time winningest coach. Okay. And uh, has been there. Uh, has been a D1 head coach for more than 30 years. Mm. Um, and 23 at Dartmouth. So he's been there for a while. Yeah, I can't imagine Dartmouth has more than, like, 40 wins in that time frame. Like, those nerds don't play football. Uh, Tevin's record as a coach is 117, 101, and 2. Yeah, so he's very average, okay? Well, I mean, look, I think that's pretty good when you consider it's Dartmouth. Yeah, but they're, like, playing Harvard and shit. You know, Two-time so. Ivy League coach of the year. Nine, uh, uh, you haven't said Ivy League champion yet. Um... He won a share of the Ivy League mm. title nice. in 2015, 2019, and 2021. A share of all of them? That's what it says. Wow. They don't have a championship game or something? I don't something? know, man. I'm going to say. fucking stupid. It's the Ivy League. All right. Plug your shit, Dave. Hey, people. Listen here. We got some good shit going on on Mondays. You know, it's uh, it's triple grit trivia. You know, one of those things where we talk about Hosted sports. Hosted by Johnny Gabagool. Like, hey, you got a problem with that? <laughs> like, wow. uh, I'm just trying to spice it up a little bit. Hey, Do you, you know, it's the Fonz and <laughs> trivia. <laughs> you know, so get, you know, give, give your life some spice. You flip you know? your collar up and listen to fucking <laughs> yeah. Triple yeah, quit trivia. being a quit being a meatball. Hey, and <laughs> you don't listen. There'll be a horse's head in your fucking. <laughs> you, you know this is gonna be like the weekly thing now. It's uh, not gonna be. It's not gonna be like we'll Italian though. But we're, we're gonna be doing something like this yeah. every week. It's like Christopher no. Walken and no, no, not right now. That's. <laughs> Polita. Just listen harder. <laughs> so there you go, good, people. Right? Listen to some Triple Grit and play along. And on top of that, play with us. Please send us a message asking to be on Triple Grit because we don't know if you do. Mm -hmm. And see if you can beat me, or which you probably will, or Tom, which you probably won't. <laughs> like, uh, I do the better questions. Tom does the better guessing. Oh, Okay. I think it's a fair statement. Sure. I think it's a fair statement. Sure. We got this shit unlocked now, people. If you or have a, if you have a fucking challenge, challenge your friend and be like, I know sports better. Or if you want us to challenge each other and you're like, I love writing questions. Yes, please do that. Sure. Go ahead. <laughs> writing questions is a bitch. All right. And uh, we got another comedy show coming up here. Yeah. Taught me. 
on Saturday. So if you're free, come on down. 420 South First Street Comedy Sports. Get yourself some funny in the form of improv and stand-up. Uh, and you can even stay all night and listen to some more shit, you know, when we talk about other dirty stuff. Come get drunk. Yeah! Uh, great. This is going to do it for episode 115 of Down the Wire. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts. That's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Pandora, uh, other places too, maybe. Sure. Just look it up if you get a podcast somewhere. Try it down the wire. If not, you can always check us out on thechairshot.com. Hey, yo, Joey Piscopone. Peace. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. It's sports podcast down the wire.